Hi, I'm Michael Primrose, and this is the Property Finance Podcast. If you have an interest in growing your property portfolio, have experience in development, or you're just looking at starting out, then this could be the podcast for you. We talk all things property finance, we look at products, strategy, and more. So keep listening and check out some of our other episodes to make sure that you're up to date with all things property finance. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Property Finance Podcast. Today I'm joined by Josh Knight from Octane Capital. Uh, we're basically going to be talking through what Octane can do for you guys. So Josh, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, if you want to just give on a, a quick introduction of yourself. Thanks, Michael. Yes. Hi, everybody. My name's Josh. Um, I'm a senior BDM at Octane, joined in early 2018, so I've been here just over four years. I look after the relationship with brokers in the Midlands and north of the country helping them and their clients to um, solve their funding problems. Brilliant. And in terms of, it's always a weird one because sort of when you're going through school and things like that, you never never sit at school and think, oh, I'm going to go and be a BDM for a bank or I'm, I'm going to go and be a broker or I'm going to go and do the, it never kind of comes up as a top 10 list of careers. So it's always interesting to hear how how people kind of got into this career path. So do you, just give us a couple of minutes on, on kind of how you got into it. Yeah, so I, I'm actually was was exposed to sort of specialist lending from from a really young age. So my my dad um, Stephen Knight started a, a package called Private Label, and subsequently um, was chairman at, at GMAC. So he was sort of right at the forefront of subprime mortgages, and so I sort of lived and breathed that through him for uh, an, you know a long period of my life, and was always pretty interested in it i actually worked with him at gmac for, for a short period as well um i then after university went into private equity sales so i worked for octopus investments and subsequently a company called mariana capital um, selling investments to intermediaries so financial advisors asset managers um, wealth managers and the like um, I sort of fell out of love with that a little bit. It, it was all very sort of transactional. Um, I feel a little bit like if when you're a salesperson and you have one particular product to sell and you just sort of go out and say the same things over and over again and you hear the same objections, you know, you don't really feel yourself getting much smarter. Um, it becomes sort of robotic and, um, and I grew tired of that actually. Um, so from, from Mariana, I joined Octane. And, and as I said before, I've been here for about four and a half years. That sort of marries up with, you know, the nice experience that I've had through my dad in, in specialist lending. But um, what I really like about this job comparatively to others is that rather than just selling um, a funding solution, as, as the BDM, you're sort of a problem solver. Um, so, you know, brokers like yourself, Michael, you'll you'll have a client that, comes to you with a funding requirement and you need to solve it. You need to find a way of giving them what they need. And, and often it's complex and, and, and no two inquiries look the same. So I really love what I do now because um, of the, the sort of variety um, of, of inquiry that we receive. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's the, exactly the same reason why I love this industry. It's, it's great. Um, having started off in conveyance in myself, I mean, that's just like you said, very transactional and there's just, you just feel yourself turning into a, into a robot. So yeah, it's 
that's one thing I do love about this industry is that no two days are the same, which is great. And you mentioned there about obviously complex finance, and and mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why I think it's safe to say most brokers on on the planet love Octane because God, you love a complex deal, and and that leads us nicely onto kind of starting to talk about what Octane do uh, and what you guys offer. So should we should we start off with the refurb products, and then we'll we'll come on to the buy to let products. I think the the buy to let product is really quite exciting so i think we'll, we'll save that until second but do you want to kind of talk us through yeah what, what octane offer if if someone was to come to you and say look i want to do a bit of a, a refurb on this house anything from a light refurb all the way up to kind of a commercial conversion yeah so i mean a, a refurbishment bridge is just sort of an extension of a bridging loan but it has an extra facility where you fund the works to to the subject property so we're not a development lender, so we don't, we don't lend um, on projects where you're sort of coming out of the ground. Where there's an existing property that's being altered or, as you say, converted, um, we, we can lend up to 75% net towards the current value of the property or the purchase price, plus 100% of the cost of the works. There's a few different few things that make us a little bit different to other lenders. The first is we don't retain any interest from the day one lend. So when we say 75% day one or towards the purchase price, that's net of interest. Interest is all added to the loan. But the, the product of that is that your net loan, what you actually get in your pocket towards the purchase or the refinance is much higher than if you were to go to a lender that retains and deducts that interest. So I think our 75% actually becomes 73% net. The only thing to come off of being upfront fees. So your, your, your day one position with Octane is often a lot higher than, than with others. In addition to that day one lend, then you've got this refurbishment facility, which covers 100% of the cost of any conversion or, or, or building work. You draw down on that refurbishment facility throughout the term of the loan, as and when you need it, until the project is complete. Um, the project's overseen by an asset manager um, employed by Octane, who would typically inspect the property before each drawdown. But it's a pretty straightforward process for accessing that money. Um, and, and finally, the way that our pricing works is that your, your rate is driven by loan to GDV rather than loan to day one value. So as an example, if we lent at 75% day one, um, but we, we ended against GDV at 60%, as an example, you would actually get our lowest rate rather despite taking our highest day one leverage. So that, that's a way that we can keep our rates really competitive. They typically start about 0.68% per month, um, which is down the bottom end of, of the market. And I think it's safe to say that's it's a pretty unique product. I mean, there's obviously other lenders who have tried to do something similar but but haven't been able to get to quite the same leverage that you guys are offering. Um, one point you just mentioned there about the asset manager. So just just for complete clarity for uh, the people listening. So the refurbishment facility uh, that they can draw down on through the term of the loan, just so that I'm clear, that's that's drawn down in arrears against works certified by the asset manager, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's right. So, um, Brilliant. So yeah, so let's say that you, you, you spend the first £30,000 yourself or 20000 or whatever it might be, um, you would then request a drawdown to reimburse yourself for, that, for those monies spent. 
the asset manager would go to the site, meet the borrower on the site and make sure, you know, just visibly that the works that they said that they had done have been done. He might collect a few invoices as well. And um, then he will authorise the release of the money and then we, 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 we send that straight to the borrower. If we want to be really clever and some sort of savvy investors do this, they the way that they work it with their contractor is that they build up a couple of months worth of work, get an invoice for that work, and then we actually settle the invoice directly to the contractor. So the borrower doesn't actually have to fund anything themselves. It's sort of fully funded by, by us. Yeah, and it's a great way of keeping that cash flow, well, cash flow positive, isn't it? It stops investors and developers having to put their hand in their pocket. So, yeah, I think that's a, a great idea. Uh, for And actually, at the end of the podcast, we were going to touch on uh, a few little golden nuggets that you had. And I, th- I think that that is probably number one, is is trying to build up that relationship with your contractor to enable you to be savvy throughout a refurb or development with with little structures like that. So then moving on to the, the buy-to-let product, this is the one that I'm very excited about. I know that you guys over at Octane are, are very excited about it as well. And uh, it's been going for... Well, it's been going for a little bit of time now already, but uh, I know it's sort of constantly developing, and I know that very recently you've you've had some changes to it. So, do you want to talk us through the buy to let product? Because I think that that is the one that most of the people listening to this are, are going to be really really excited about. Yeah, I mean we're excited about it as well. It's, it, we we sort of launched our new version of the product in May 2020, actually when we first went into the first lockdown, and I have to say that when when the senior guy said that we were launching a new product during that lockdown, I thought, Christ, this, this, this is not going to go well. Um, but it shows how much I know because it's now turned into our most popular offering by some distance. Um, we've lent over 300 million in the product since, since we launched it. And it's really sort of, I think, I think it's revolutionised our business in that when I first joined Octane, we were very much a bridging lender that did you know a very small amount of, specialist buy to let and we're now probably more more thought of as a specialist buy to let lender so the, the reason the, the, there's a few reasons i think the product has been popular um, the first is we're not a bank we're not a conventional buy to let lender and we genuinely don't want vanilla business so we want cases that are complex it's almost like a bridging type appetite towards buy to let lending so that, that encompasses the full spectrum of specialist um, buy-to-let cases, foreign nationals, expats, first-time buyers, first-time landlords, borrowers with bad income or low income, should I say, and, and bad credit, but also difficult property scenarios, HMOs, multi-unit blocks, residential, above commercial, semi-commercial, properties with a bad EPC rating, which is obviously pretty topical at the moment, Properties in need of refurbishment. Um, like I say, the list the list can go on and on and on. So that we sort of, I, I see Octane as sort of existing exclusively to solve problems that mainstream lenders can't solve. And you and I both know, Michael, that mainstream buy-to-let lenders, they all operate sort of a similar, very rigid criteria. You know, as soon as a case has a quirk to it, um, you know, it, it's likely to be thrown out. And that's, I think that's where we sort of add value to the broker community. Fantastic. So, yeah, I think it's been a very, very nice summary of uh, what Octane do. I mean, are there any other products that you just very quickly want to 
kind of touch on before we we wrap up? Yeah, well, um, just just to sort of touch back on the refurbishment product, I think perhaps one thing that I forgot to say was the the, the types of scenarios it can be used for. So that we sort of see the full spectrum of refurbishment projects from decorative refurbs, loft conversions, rear and side extensions, and then house to HMO, house to flat conversions, or commercial to residential conversions um, are a big part of what we do. Outside of refurb and buy to let, you know, we're, we're also a bridging lender. Um, one area that we do a lot of business in is developer exits, where a developer has built a, a site a number of properties using development finance and they need a bit more time to market and sell those units so the development exit loan is used to sort of plug that gap um but like i say i think you're right michael in that the, the body of business that we do is is refurbed and, and buy to that brilliant lovely right well look before we before we wrap up we we mentioned we were going to chuck out a couple of golden nuggets so i think We've already had one fantastic one uh, that we mentioned earlier about obviously the contractors and uh, how you can be a bit savvier uh, when it comes to those guys. Have you got any, well, maybe one or two little tips that you just want to chuck out from a lender's perspective before we call it a day and wrap this one up? Yeah, so I, I think a big one that I think brokers and, and borrowers can do is sense checking valuations. So we, we uh, you know, the vast majority of cases that, that fall down or fall at, fall at a particular hurdle are because the valuation doesn't come in where it was expected. So that affects if it's a purchase, the amount of money the borrower is putting in, but it also, if it's a refinance, you know, affects whether the loan can clear the existing debt. And it's often the pivotal point in a case. And I feel like a lot of time can be saved if, if the borrower just sort of sense checks the figures to make sure that their estimation of the value of the property is um, correct. And Rightmove is a great tool. Um, you know, you can you can look at sold comparables in a small radius of the of the property. What are you know? If it's a three bed house. Um, what what other three bed properties have sold in that area? What have they sold for? How recent were this? How recently were they sold? You know, and, and that's a really good way that you can kind of check to see if your um, estimates around values are correct. Um, the, and another one is around source of deposit. So the biggest underwriting question that we ask is, where is the money come from that you're putting in towards a transaction? So whether that's you know a purchase or money going into a refinance, we need to know where that money's come from and we need to evidence it. Um, so it's it's often a point that's left for the last minute, but if it's addressed up front, then it can it can save time. Well, Josh, thank you so much for coming on and thank you so much for giving us a, a run through of Octane. Um, and to everyone listening, thank you very much for, for giving us a listen and uh, look forward to getting another one recorded soon. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate your time.